The year is the future. When the world is in danger of dwindling food resources, Renaissance man Q. Heelman develops a new technology that allows man to feast on its endless supply of entertainment. Consequently, film and television is produced at a startling rate. A sickness, franchise fatigue, plagues man and turns the infected into time wasters. Renaissance man Q. Heelman looks for a remedy, but gives up hope until two film scavengers, Brett Hodgson and Chris Nelson, stumble into his medical facility. He vows to cure them by imbuing them with the power of film. continuity, but you, you sound a little different. I don't know what you're talking about. I sound the same. Maybe it's the franchise fatigue. Well, I hear it too. I assure you, I sound exactly the same. Perhaps our guests would feel more comfortable if they knew a little more about Q. Human. The human. I suppose you're right, Super Smooth. There is nothing wrong with opening yourself up to others. Would you like that, boys? Gee whiz, we would. I think the best way to do it would be with this week's treatment. I'll have you watch Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloombeam. Isn't Ernest in that movie? His name is Jim Varney and he's a delight. Oh boy. Hurry, to the theater. Decompression room. Okay, so okay. We, we just got done watching Doctor Otto and the Gloom Beam. And the Gloom Beam. And, and I'm sorry, Doctor Otto and the Riddle and of the Gloom the, Beam. The Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Yes. Don't forget the Riddle. That's important. So, do you have any initial thoughts about the movie, Chris? Um, it's really hard to watch. It's hard to get through. Like I was like. I mean, maybe it's because I'm tired, but like I was like, it's Ooh. it's a little long. Yeah, <laughs> like ninety minutes. It's a little long. Um, this is the the basic problem with the movie is that it's, or really not the problem because this is like it's designed to be this way. It's it's a showcase for Jim Varney to do stuff. It's not really supposed to be like an. It's not set up to be like. I've got this great idea for like a narrative and a plot and everything. It's just like, well, yeah. How can we just have a bunch I mean, of it's called Doctor It's called Doctor Otto and the, <laughs> the Riddles of Gloombeam. So definitely, the the story is not the the focus. Wait, why? Do, what does the title have to do with that? About the narrative, like you're like, like the movie's called Doctor Otto and the Riddles of Gloombeam. Uh huh. Like I don't think you hear that title and you're like, oh yeah. That sounds like a... Well, I mean, I would have thought that it would uh, be that's definitely got riddle. That's definitely got three acts. <laughs> I hear that movie. I, um, yeah. Go on, I, I stepped over your... No, your, no, that's fine. Um, no, it's just... Uh, I feel like this was basically the best Ernest movie ever made. 
And it was the first one. No, it wasn't. What are you talking about? What's the better Ernest movie? Any of them. This is exactly like any other Ernest movie where it's just like a series of skits involving Jim Barney. Yeah, but I think the Ernest movies are better. But that's we're not talking about those Ernest movies. We're talking about this one. This right. Ernest which This is like the adult Ernest movie because it has like adult themes where they're it's it's, it it's trying to Okay, well, it's trying well, it to, like, it's, 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 I mean, it's very obvious, like, it's all very surface that it's sort of, like, attacking, uh, like, Reagan-era, uh, yuppies mm -hmm. who are, like, very full of themselves and stuff like that. Like, it's not, like, some hidden theme in the movie, but obviously you would never do something like that for a children's film, like all the Ernest films yeah. were. Yeah, right, right. Um, but I mean, it was hard to watch. I, I didn't really, it's definitely the best part about it is probably the, just earned, like Jim Barney's acting, uh -huh. his impressions and his characters. That's the best part. Yeah. It's, it's just every time that. I'd rather have watched like five separate short movies. For, yeah, for those who don't know, uh, this movie has. Jim Varney in it, and Jim Varney played the character of Ernest, who we all know and love, that character. Ernest and I'm, I'm guessing at this point, Ernest was a popular commercial character, because the character started out in, like, a series of commercials, and he would just, like, promote, like, all these different products. It, it could be whatever the fuck, like, the, an advertising company wanted. Like, if they wanted you to promote milk... You promote milk as earnest. If you want to promote batteries, you promote batteries <laughs> as earnest. And it's just a guy with a camera, and his uh, uh, his name is Vern, is the, the the POV character, the camera character. I mean, and if you don't know who Ernest is, you, you suck. Okay, like, Jesus. <clears throat> and then Ernest became more of a... Ernest is a real... Like, if you watch the commercials, Ernest is like an asshole piece of shit. And then, and then for the kids' movies, he becomes this sort of more lovable, uh, lovable doofus. Doofus. Uh, it's kind of similar to Bill and Ted in a way, because like Bill and Ted are like these like real like assholes. Without the initially, weed. Without the weed. They don't smoke weed. But they act like they do. They act like they smoke weed. They act like the stoner vibe in the rock and roll. So it might be easier for everybody if we try to recreate the plot. For what? this movie, what plots? <laughs> There's not really a plot. There isn't much of one. Um, um, basically, stop. Stop me if I'm missing something important. Uh, so we have this character named Doctor Otto, and he has a hand on his head. He has a hand on. He, he has a hand on his. <laughs> Sorry, you. I didn't, I didn't want you to miss that part. <laughs> yeah, because it's really inter integral to the story. That's really integral um, to it. Man, I hated in girls in my head. Okay, Doctor Otto is like this German scientist with a hand growing out of his head. He's, he, yeah, born, he's, he's born disfigured. He's a classic like evil scientist guy, mm -hmm. and he wants to ruin the world, uh, and ruin the economic market <clears throat> because that's what's important in the eighties is economic markets. Yes, and Stop. Uh, Stop yeah, finish. money. Yeah, and uh, and. Really, but really, this is all just a big ruse to get this guy, Lance is Sterling. It Lance Sterling. Lance Sterling. Um, a secretly gay, um, handsome. 
Okay, so I don't know where why you say he's secretly. Gay. I will tell you why he was. Secret. I, I I will go. And, I'll uh, defend my case later. Okay. I don't oh, want to get. Okay. To, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But I, just, I think he was gay the whole time. Okay. Uh. So anyway. Uh, Lance Stevens or what is it? Lance Sterling. Ster- Lance Sterling. Whatever. Did you watch the same movie? I <laughs> I tried to. Mm-hmm. Um. So Lance Sterling. Mm-hmm. Uh, is brought in to like solve this economic crisis in southern southern Ohio. Uh, the fucking, does he come in before the, the riddle, riddle doesn't matter. The riddle is just a bunch of fucking gibberish. That the, like the riddle's in the title. Yeah, it's in the title, but it doesn't make any difference. Like Doctor Otto comes on TV and he gives this riddle, but it's not a riddle that it's would like be solvable world... to any human being. Yeah. We well, said the world's going to be destroyed unless someone solves the riddle. <clears throat> so that's when he gets Sterling. Right, and Sterling's supposed to solve the riddle, and uh, he gets roped into uh, uh, basically plot after plot of Doctor Otto trying to murder him. But like, it's one <laughs> of those. Mark? It's sort one of those situations where the bad guy like doesn't want to like murder you in a right convenient, away. easy way. They want to like make it prolonged and for no reason and they they he like wants him to kill himself it seems like he's very big on like i don't want to i don't want to kill you i don't want to make it so you like have to kill yourself mm-hmm. so the first thing is uh i want to call him Ernest, uh but dr otto and dr otto has uh this thing called a changing coffin that like changes his DNA so he beco- can become different characters. Um, so the first character he becomes is the essentially like Coney twenty twelve, like <laughs> an Australian Coney twenty twelve, an Australian Coney twenty twelve, where he's this he, daycare of kids that he trains to yeah to kill Sterling, but mm-hmm. they don't do that. Yeah, the well, yeah, the the plot is in the in he he sets it up where. Sterling and uh, Sterling's sidekick Doris, who uh, uh, I guess is supposed to be like a stand-in for the audience. Really, that's what I feel like. She she she's like the most real person in the movie. She's normal. Yeah, but uh, they he wants them to play Russian roulette, (laughs) and then it's not clear if if Lance like. Lance decides he's going to go first in the Russian roulette game, and it's not clear if he's doing it because he doesn't want Doris to have to play, or if he's doing it because he's, he's just stupid. a stupid fucking idiot. I think it's because he's a stupid fucking idiot. And he's like a quote-unquote rugged man. He's an he's idiot. Gotta... <clears throat> you think he's an idiot? He is an idiot, and he's secretly gay. Right. <clears throat> and, um, and you think he's secretly gay because... Well, because of stereotypes? No, not stereotypes, though. I will mention the stereotypes first. Um, he's very well... He talks, and he talks about it all the time. He's very well-dressed. Like, really good, like, with, like, fashion. Mm-hmm. Which is also another way to say really well-dressed. Uh-huh. He brags about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Really well put together, very clean. Uh-huh. Um, but, since it's the 80s, and you can't really be that out yet, he's constantly, like, trying to, like, flirt with all these women throughout the movie, but... Anytime they actually try to get close to him physically, he's like, eh. like they try to kiss him, he just like turns his head because he doesn't want it. And there's that moment 
later in the second the second character where like this guy reaches in his pocket to, to pull out a poem <laughs> <laughs> this like, like um sterling is like is like um he's handcuffed behind his back and he's like help me solve this riddle um jim varney as a pirate and he's like well can you, hey you other pirate bad guy can you take the the riddle out of my pocket it's written on a piece of paper he the pirate puts his hand in the pants and he's like, oh, that, and Sterling is like, that's not it. It's a little to the right. And they look at each other and smile. And, and the guy doesn't even move his hand for like a, like a full five seconds. And then finally pulls it out. <laughs> like they had a moment there. They were like, ooh. Okay. I gotta, missed it there. I got to say something. Because yes. you, you were saying this before we actually started recording. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that maybe you were just being like a, a toxic male. And uh, just like <laughs> notice like one thing, and you were like, "Oh, he's gay. He's a gay." <laughs> and but now that now that you say it, mm-hmm. it actually it sort of makes sense. And uh, it you. would totally make sense to have that be there as like a Do you ever Reagan see era men are actually they're just covering for the fact that they're really gay. Even at the end, when he gets like the girl goes to their side or whatever, the one he's supposed to be with, like you never see them do anything. In the end, like she's pushing the car. Well, he's like, he's such a drama queen. He's like, you gotta be in, like, let me sing a song in the car mm-hmm. while you ladies push the car. Oh, like he's he's always like wearing sweaters and. Just, I, just, I, well, I don't know I if a, having just an aversion to physical labor makes you. Gay. It's the whole not. That's not it alone. He's not just like. It's just, it's the combination like, like, of all these he's things. He's not like I'm lazy. You girls push the car. He's like, ooh, I don't want to get like dirty. Okay. Like, push, well, I know, I'll keep our spirits up with a song. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool. It's not bad. I'm just, uh, I think he's secretly gay. Okay. I mean, well. Definitely the biggest case is the dick touching. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it can't be true. Well, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's under the layers. Okay. It's not out there. It's not the whole point of the movie. This movie isn't about, like, a coming out story. <laughs> I'm not shooting it down. Mm-hmm. I'm not shooting it down. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, then Ernest becomes, uh, or, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll call him Ernest. I don't see So, Ernest. Uh, 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 Dr. Otto becomes... Fail. They fail with the Russian roulette. Yeah, they, they fail escape. with that. Uh, they escape, but then they're, they're like, in, like, a, uh, uh, t- not, like, a time portal, but, like, like, a time and space portal, so they can't really, like, go anywhere. Like, they're, like, stuck in these woods. That they can't get out of. That looks like it looks like the the back woods of like some suburban home. Oh, and to be clear, like the the production values of this movie are so fucking low. Like I was uh, either to, to the point that actually like I love it because it looks like it, the movie has this like it looks attitude like they had of, like, two thousand dollars. They did a lot with it. Yeah, this movie has but like an attitude of like do it yourself. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, home movies. We're gonna make this. Uh, that I that I appreciate. Uh, there is a lot of use of like fair use footage, like lots of like footage of oh, like yeah. the world like being destroyed. That is just <laughs> like stuff that they found in like the it's public like domain. Footage. Definitely, or, like uh, it's like if there's like an exterior shot, it's just like a picture. And they use that to fill out about half the movie. <laughs> um, like for sure. Uh, so anyway, like yeah, now now he's a uh, so now Dr. Art is a pirate, and, 
He they was, like he like sends like some like weird monster after them, and then Lance knows the monster. That was funny though. That was. And, more I kind of felt like this is where the movie was, was starting to lose me. This is where like it became just like one skit too many, where it's just like we could drop this. This was like the one to me where it was definitely like because it's so many just skit after skit after set up that they can't find their way out. Set up that they well, want to the get killed. It's the and same then, skit. With right, characters. it's the same skit over and over again. And this is the one Which, out of all of them where I'm just like, we could. This is this could go. It's kind of like when you're watching like a Saturday morning cartoon, mm-hmm. and each episode is kind of like the same plot. Mm-hmm. But at least it's like a short 15 minute episode. Then you watch it next week. You're not watching like 15 of them in a row. It's the same thing. You're like, when is this gonna? There's no like re- re- resolution. Just kind of like. It's like that cycle, like that um, act two over and over again. Mm-hmm. Every ten minutes. It's it's kind of brutal. Yeah. This is the one that I feel is like the most boring. This, and then, so then immediately after this, Dr. Otto like plants a trap to like have them save a girl that's like one of like his like hench ladies. And uh, that also is, re- it goes on for like five minutes of like Lance like Lance like runs down Doris for like using her brain. <laughs> yeah, he says like he, he says, says like this thing that's like very Yeah. Another case for him being gay. He's like super like uh oh go you know, women try to enter the workforce and enter the real world and they don't get it and like meanwhile like Doris saves the day. But like it this goes on like he's like climbing up this mountain and it goes on for just like five minutes and it's so fucking boring between that and the last skit it's just like this is the stuff that i really wish would like go from the movie oh yeah but you can't get rid of this because this is it holds together the, the very thin thread of plot throughout the movie yeah good because like this sort of sets up the rest of the movie where like tina like saves them and mm-hmm. so anyway yeah they uh they end up at Aunt Nelda's, which is a character that we actually see in future Ernest films. So there's a little... Funny. I like Aunt Nelda. Yeah, there's a little bit of a tie. Like, is Aunt Nelda in all those future Ernest films really evil? Well, interesting you say that. Well, we can, we can talk about the ending later. Because I have an interesting thought about the ending, but okay. we'll talk about it later. Um, and then Dr. Iroh catches them. Tina saves them. Dr. Otto catches them again as a really rich guy. Uh, then they that like one was end just up... weird, though. Yeah. Like, at that point, I think they got that really was... lazy because it was like, like they were like, oh, like before when he was like tricking them as a character, there was like a good few minutes of him tricking them before they found out it was him. Like, this was like, hey, let me dance for you a second. All right. I'm... <laughs> All right, you're fucked. You're <laughs> fucked. Just... I'm a really rich guy. I'm really rich guy. Psych, I'm Otto. You're fucked. And then you just start shooting laser beams out of his cane while they run around for like a five minute montage. See, that was kind of fun though. Full of, full of TV, full of like uh, Panasonic TV boxes. Uh-huh. And then he, and then he shoot, they're shooting at them. Mm-hmm. But then they corner them into a cage and like, ha ha, I caught ya. Uh-huh. That's pretty much what happens. He's like, I'm going to kill you. And then when they, ca- and then when they get in corners, they're like, knock him out, put him to sleep. And then they, yeah, they never kill him. And then basically they end up in Dr. Otto's bunker. At this point I was kind of tuned out. <laughs> like um, I was like watching the movie, but I was like... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to race through, because I mean, this I this is... The movie the just plot drags... Is a mess. It drags on. Oh. And it's a mess. And uh, 
essentially Lance and Doris save the day and they bring Tina with them and they, they save the world and I, I think they save the world. They like destroy Dr. Otto's I think bunker. So. It did, it's not they clear. Did, they did save the world. They don't like show Well, they destroyed it. his bunker, but at the end, remember, they were like push, <laughs> they were pushing their car that broke down early in the movie. And they're trying to find a gas station with gas because no one has gas because the world felt Dr. Otto fucked up the world. It's like there's no he didn't they didn't really save the world they just destroyed his his evil lair, right? Yeah, I thought they just destroyed his lair. Well, yeah. okay, because they're pushed. They're looking for like it's now it's a Mad Max world. It's okay. It's, it's, I, a, it's a desolate. It's a post apocalyptic. I just thought that they were. I just thought they were a long way from home and there weren't a lot of good gas stations. No, or like, they were like still, the eighth gas station has no gas. Or they were still trapped in Doctor Otto's like weird Matrix situation. That could be, and they didn't. Too. They just didn't know. That could be it too, because because then at the end the, the gas station they pull up to like this is the eighth one. Hopefully they have gas. Um, all like um, Ernest and his henchmen are there except Jim Varney is Ernest this time instead of Doctor Otto. Yeah, Jim Varney is so this is literally where he is Ernest, which sort of gives a dark undertone for all the Ernest movies that came after that he's Ernest isn't really Doctor this nice guy. He's really this evil. Yeah. Evil genius man who will murder. Who, well, he, he really well, no, well, he doesn't really murder. He murders, well, that, he one murders that one girl. He murders that one girl with his beam. He murders Which that his one beam girl. is just like you can do anything with the beam. Just destroy, electrify. <coughs> well, the the beam <coughs> destroys financial markets. No, it can destroy all matter. Oh, did they establish that? Yeah. Oh, I That's what it that. says in the Wikipedia pilot. They can destroy all matter. They say it just can do whatever it wants. Okay, well, it says so, that in the Wikipedia, but that doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean... Well, because he used the beam on the girl. He just killed her. He just was that her. the same beam? Mm-hmm. I, oh, I didn't pick up on that. I mean... I was tired, uh, I was tired at too. a certain point in this movie. I really, like, started out loving it. Because the music... The opening credits, I was like, yeah. The general weirdness. Yeah, I was, I was, I was ready for a good ride. And then, like I said, like the whole movie is just a setup to showcase Jim Varney. It's not really a movie to be a movie. Yeah. Um. It's it's very like episodic. Mm-hmm. So I guess this could be a great television show. It's maybe it's time for a Doctor Otto reboot. Well, but Jim Varney's dead. <laughs> Well, that's why you reboot it. Well, reboot you get to the, you get to that actor. get to that with the um, the uh, end of it. You know the when we uh, repurpose it or describe it or rebuild it. Do you have a tagline for this movie? Well, before we talk about the tagline, I wanted to mention oh, okay. how at the ending, you know how he's secretly Doctor Otto. Yeah, I'm trying to think if any of the future Ernest movies he's ever not wearing his hat. Not that question. I, because he's always wearing his hat. Because like when he was playing the different characters, he was always wearing a hat or like a wing or something, so his hand was hidden, right? Right. A hand that's gross on top of his head. Right. And then when he's earnest, the same thing. He t- after they walk away, he takes his hat off, and you see the hand there. And he's Dr. Otto. He's Dr. Right. Otto Ernest. Right. So if in all the earnest movies, he never takes his hat off, that means he is Dr. Otto throughout all those movies. And where the fucking Lance Sterling being <laughs> strung around those crazy adventures. I think he does take his hat off and Ernest goes, goes to, to jail. jail. Yeah, because like because he, they in Ernest goes to jail, they make him uh, yeah, pretend to be the guy who he who's 
already in jail. They do they do a Prince and the Popper situation yeah, yeah. and Ernest goes to jail, so he has to take his hat off because that guy doesn't wear hats. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. uh So that theory's complete. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was quick. Um through my so, you know, I worked at, I just fucking derailed well, that with my earnest knowledge. Guess I guess I gotta talk to um <clears throat> gotta change my PhD paper for uh, what do you call it? With uh with this really long paper. Your thesis. Thesis. Change your thesis. Yeah, I like I like I'm like I have a thirty page thesis on this theory and you just blew it away. Yeah, I just At least I still it. have the Lance Sterling is gay one. That's my that's my real goal. You're you just yeah. Okay. Anyways, tagline. Okay. Do you have one? Do you want a minute to think about it? Because I have, have one? one. Let's hear yours first. Uh, mine mine comes directly out of the movie because I like it when it comes Ooh. directly out of the movie. Uh, mine is ruthless and completely unnecessary. A bada boom! That's a pretty good one. It's not. It's not it, terribly funny, but it does no, describe but it exactly the movie what very well. Mine is um, Doctor Otto and the riddle of the gloom beam. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's all it is. I did want to say that I really like the robot in this movie. He was. He was funny. I liked the the robot was funny. There was some okay, even though it sucked, I would say there were some funny moments. I laughed. Yeah. You know, this movie is on Amazon Prime for those that want to watch. Oh. Maybe I should have said that at the start of the podcast so people could watch it. Just add just add like the voiceover like <laughs> Oh, I did like so there's a part where uh like they show like Dr. Otto and Lance when they were younger mm-hmm. because I don't know if I, we established this exactly but they were born on the same day in the same oh, yeah. hospital and they went to there the was same like a re- There was like a revenge. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah, it was totally like a revenge thing. It, we sort of touched on it but we didn't like get it. So that's like the point. Yeah, they were born the same day. He had a great life, great parents. And I like, I, I just I life. just wanted to mention that like there's this part where like uh, Dr. Otto like ruins a, uh, a pork display and uh, at a science um, fair, and Lance says, that was funny, "No, though. we have to save the pork or no, something like that." Not the pork. Yeah, and it's. I just thought it was funny because I was watching also, a clip from Adam Ruins everything the other funny. day. Not the pork. Oh, that's okay. what he was concerned with the porking. Oh, the see, pork. I saw. I saw it from a like anti like uh, yuppie anti waspy consumerism point of view, where like. And this because uh, yeah, I was watching like a, a clip from Adam Ruins Everything, and I guess Big Pork started spending money like in the mid '80s to like try to get people to eat more pork Ooh. because uh, pe- people weren't eating pork. Uh, that's, that's a fun. That's a fun fact. Well, that's why everyone's like bacon's so good. I don't think bacon's that great. Also, this movie was really into Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, it was like a running gag, but it was never funny. <laughs> like, they kept, like, referring to Mr. Potato Head. So, like, that Christmas, it must have been, like, the hot the toy. toy. Yeah. And then, of course, like, maybe, like, Cabbage Patch Kids, like, came along, like, the very next year. And probably, this this movie was probably out of date by the time it even came out. It was definitely out of date by the time it came out to home video, because it came out home video in 1992. Oh, jeez. I kind of had a hard time after the, the dude time of the movie. It, it's after the dude who plays Lance actually died in real life. The movie died actually in came out in his honor. They, they released it. Let's release it at home video. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. 
Um, um, so yeah, I guess. Also speaking, oh. um, rest in peace for him, but I hated his hair. It just bothered me so much. Yeah, I think you have to let that go. <laughs> oh, you were talking about in the... Because he was like, he was... In the part where they were like playing high schoolers, you were like, he's bald. He's balding. And I was just like, that's the joke. Is that they look way too old to be high schoolers. Like, okay, I know, but like, my problem is, is that, like, when he was playing a 10 year old, they put like some effort, like, he's, he's wearing the hat, he looks like he's in like pajamas. Okay, like, I get he's an adult playing a kid. Damn, but there, the way he, the way he dressed looked like he was like, like 40 versus he looks way younger when he's actually an adult. Just, it just confused me. Okay. I guess. It's fine. You don't have to agree. I mean... I just... It really it bothered me. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's not even just that like he's a little... It's just like... It's like he has like a whole part of his head gone. <laughs> it's just so weird. He wasn't But balding. his hair's so long. Like when he wears the hat, it's like, well, look at that luscious hair. And then it's like... <laughs> I kind of hope that he was actually not balding and then they like shaved his head like that. Then I would have loved it. So you just didn't like the way that he was balding. Yeah. That seemed like... It wasn't. Specific. It wasn't. Yeah, you like well, if he was so if he was balding in a different way, you'd be okay with it. It was like his hair because he was wasn't balding the way that Chris wants him to bald. I'm just it. It bothered my eyes. I don't know why. Okay, I'm a very judgmental person. <laughs> Especially like that's mm, no wonder he wears more hats all the time. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get down to brass tacks. Let's. I think. Would think, you prescribe this movie? Would you repurpose it? Or would you euthanize it? Um, I kind of bounced around between the scale throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Like at first I was like I was like, cool, I'm I'm liking it. I'm like I'm liking a little bit of the vibe. I'm like I'm like, you know, I'm not saying it's good, but I was like enjoying it a little bit. Um but it like as I was watching I was like, ugh. This is awful. Like I don't want to keep watching. And then I was like, okay, there's little snippets of gold. But honestly, I'm just like, kill it, kill it, kill it, euthanize it, fuck it, throw it away. Don't even watch it. It's not worth it. Just watch an Ernest movie. It's better. You say it's the best Ernest movie. It's so weak. Watch Ernest. <laughs> just watch Ernest scared too. Watch Ernest goes to jail. When's the Those last are classic? Let me ask you a question. When's the last time that you watched an Ernest? When I was a kid. Because. <laughs> No, you're right, but um, I have fun memories from that. Yeah, one of our mutual friends made me watch an Ernest movie, <laughs> like, within the last, like, couple of years, and it was fucking dreadful. It was, it was Which Ernest one? Goes to Jail, and it was just, in, 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 exactly, mm. he was like, this is one of the best Ernest, this is, this is really good, and then That's we watched one. it, and I was just like. Holy fucking shit! And when Jim Varney's not on screen, and in a, in in this movie it happens, in that movie it happens. There are parts where Ernest is where Jim Varney is not on screen, and when he's not on screen, it is so fucking boring, and it is such a slog to get through those bits. Definitely this movie has a lot of parts where it's definitely Jim true. This on movie, screen. Jim Varney is the best part. Like the way he does it, the characters are great, but. Besides that, there's nothing else there. There's a few spots I laughed at. But, um, yeah, it's not worth it. Just euthanize it. Kill it. Fuck it. So I would... Fuck I, it. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? That's what this this, this Greek waiter at my restaurant sounds like. 
Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Kill it. Whatever. Interesting. That's been stuck in my head for... In Jim Verney's honor, I'm doing a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's been stuck in my head for a Can you do an impression of Jim Varney? I've always thought that Ernest Goes to Jail should have, should have like an HBO remake. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it should be like, Oh no, I dropped the soap! Wow! <laughs> as, as he gets raped by the other inmates. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so dark. Well, that's why it'd be more like HBO's Oz. But with Ernest. HBO's Oz. But with, with Ernest and all these terrible things happen to him. So you want to repurpose Ernest Goes to Jail as a series? No, just as a movie, but like a movie. But I'm saying, like in the theme, like in the more. The style of Oz. Yeah. Both, okay. Ernest, both Ernest in it and yeah. all those terrible things. Oh no, I dropped the soap. Oh no, I dropped the soap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's that camera guy's name? Vern? Vern. Vern. Why are you recording this part? <laughs> uh, okay, that's messed up. Watch as the Nazi skinheads approach the black gang. What? This is a weird commentary thing. Like, mm. I don't know. I don't oh know. yeah, he does. Ernest does do that. It's like that, like wildlife watching their very thing. Yeah. Look around me. You know, he okay. did it in this movie. Where? When in the the flashback in the high school, when they were in high school, he's like the robot. He's like, notice the robot can speak. Can know can uh, hear speak seven hundred words and like blah. blah. That does remind me, there are like lots of like little tropes in this movie that I could tell like they were like playing off of a trope that was really common in the day, but like currently I don't fucking get it. <laughs> like, no, not not like not like uh not not a trope that you would recognize now, but it's just like I can tell like by the way that they're speaking like like when Tina, oh, I got you. Like yeah, like when Tina's on the door and she's falling to like her, where, like, where Doctor Ron is going to say from white plains. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, like I'm, Doesn't I'm just well. this little old girl. De- I'm just Denise, Denise Weather from White Plains. Yeah, and she's talking to the camera like that. Like that's clearly referencing something, like a yeah. like a style of movie or or something that came up on TV a lot, or whatever, yeah. but I have no idea what the fuck it's referencing directly. <laughs> it's just really weird. And it's really weird. Like, like now it makes, like, no sense. I think a lot of the humor in this is, like, humor of the day. True. Humor of the day, and you're also just not going to get it now. Also a lot of bad humor? Oh, there's a lot of dad jokes. A lot of dad jokes. Um, like, there's one that, uh, where, like, they, all the economies are tanking, and... It's like the dollar devalue or the dollar falls. Oh, I uh, like this one. <laughs> Newspaper thrown on the screen. Dollar falls. Dollar falls. Another paper thrown on the screen. Pound falls. Another paper thrown on the screen. Frank falls. And then a guy falls out. He's like, I was just like, I'm Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank and I'm fun. <laughs> and then I would thought we like a French accent. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Oh, I laughed really hard. He didn't. I laughed. I laughed really hard. I was there and I laughed, sir. (laughs) Sir, I was there and I'll have you know I laughed pretty hard. I'll have you know. All right. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I got you laughing sick. 
Um, um, so, but uh, another another joke that I like is like when after the economy keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and there's like that like shitty gra- graph in the background, like like this bank guy, like oh fuck, my life's ruined. He grabs a gun, and he puts in his head, <laughs> he puts his mouth to shoot himself. This guy comes in, is like, hey. I think I've solved all our problems. Like, he catches him before he can kill himself, but he just keeps the gun in his mouth the whole time listening. And the guy doesn't acknowledge the fact that he has a gun in his mouth. And then finally when he speaks, he's like, oh, her, 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 her. He's like, oh, cool. You, you like the idea? And he takes his, he takes the gun out. He's still, like, talking. He has a gun in his mouth. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I don't know why I thought that was funny, but. That, that yeah. A lot that's of, some of the dumb humor there that got to me. A lot of dumb daddy Joke, not daddy joke. Dad, oh, humor. they were daddy, daddy. Joke Jim Varney is different. daddy. I don't know. <laughs> Jim Varney Jim is the definition of zaddy. I mean, come on, zaddy? sexy pirate. Zaddy is a hot daddy. Oh, I never heard that. I mean, you just say daddy, but some people are like zaddy. I'm just because they're you know terrible human beings. I'm learning um, things, yeah, but um, he's he's a daddy. Uh, so I guess I would repurpose the movie. Yeah, you would, uh, but not. I don't know if I. So so this my attitude on it is like I I would sort of like to preserve it as is for folks to just watch it. But I think I think it would have been better as especially nowadays to to for for historical earnest purposes. <laughs> There's, there's no, there's, no the, there's not gonna be historical, historical Ernest museum for the historical society of Ernest aficionados <laughs> that exists. They are out there. I'm telling you. Who wants to go to the Ernest P. Worrell Museum? There are people that I think would go to an Ernest. Have hey, you been to the War Museum? The w- Ernest P. Worrell Museum? No, the War Museum. Oh no, I went to the Ernest P. Worrell Museum. The EPW, EPW. Historical, historical Institute. Not uh, a, not just a museum. Like they have, they have like in a glass case, like his vest and hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not just a, a museum. It's like a historical society. It's yeah, like an yeah. institute. Like they get together on Wednesdays and have meetings every week. Every week, yeah, uh, weekly meetings. Like for those people, but I think the also there's a hundred and three. I think I think also like if you were gonna do something like this now, you would probably just do it as like a series of like YouTube shorts. Yeah, that way, and like, that that's how me... someone would like. Oh, let me show off my different characters. Mm-hmm. This know. really feels like Jim Barney's like act, acting real. Yeah, like hey, check it out. Uh, Jim can do all this stuff, uh, and it's uh, the the guy who directed this directed I think all of the Ernest movies. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. all the commercials, so it's like the same. same something like Rick Prick the Third. That, uh, no, well, it is. It doesn't. It end is in the, the third. third, but I think it's Rick Prick. But it's like the same team, and I just, so I think that this was really just like, hey, we could make movies, guys. So like, come check out what we can do. I appreciate it, but it was hard to watch. Um, so yeah, you you could you could make this like into like a series of YouTube mm-hmm. clips. And I th- I th- I like I like the spirit of it, and I think that like if you're, I'd rather have stumbled upon it with clips, like kind of like the room. Uh, yeah. Like, just like oh, here's this funny clip from it. Like I'd be like, oh, cool. I th- I think if you're a filmmaker, I think it's it's a good spirit to have this sort of like can do spirit that uh, any a filmmaker any filmmaker should like take into uh, whatever it is that they're making. Mm-hmm. Just like, 
you know, do we have the stuff that we need to make this movie? Not really, but we're going to make it anyway. <laughs> no, yeah. Just that attitude. It looks like they had a lot of fun making it. Um, yeah, for sure. But still, I would kill it. I wouldn't hesitate. <laughs> I'd pull the plug. So you, you just want... So even the, pay, just, even the paperwork, like I'll, sign, I'll sign it from I'll the sign, earth. I'll sign whatever paper you need. <laughs> like, I, look, I watched this so you don't have to. And I will, I will pull the plug. If if you are, we already have the Ernest movie. We don't need this. If you're an Ernest, if you're an Ernest fan, and you've always wanted to see, uh, in a like uh, a more adult, grounded, gritty version of you watch Ernest, my remake. You of, can watch this. You watch me my remake of Ernest Goes to Jail. <laughs> that's the dark adult Ernest. Um. So yeah, I guess that's it. And unless you have anything else you want to say about the movie. Um. Not really. Just, um, you know, Sterling, Chan, Lance Sterling was gay. Um, Van, uh, the Ernest. <laughs> Good job. Name. Good job, Chris. Also, my, my brain tumor's back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. Super well, smooth. Super come, smooth. Come, come we're, in. Uh, we're done. Super smooth. Running diagnostic. Like we actually made your franchise fatigue worse. How can this be? Because the movie was a huge waste of everyone's time. We learned nothing about you. Yeah. Or perhaps by wasting your time. No. no. All right. <laughs>